What's up, guys? I hope you've all been well. Uh, let's talk about human growth hormone in this podcast because I think there's a lot of bullshit floating around online about growth hormone. There's a lot of misconceptions about growth hormone. People kind of hold this up as like the holy grail, end-all, be-all of performance enhancement and anti-aging, uh, which I don't think it is. I mean, it has its place and it's good if you can afford it. And when I say when you can afford it, I'm not talking about someone who has to save up a few hundred bucks to buy something, okay? Like, you got to have some money, right? You're not going to buy one or two kits of growth hormone and have it make a lick of fucking difference. If you think that that's going to make a big difference, just save your money. And if you think that shelling out $1,000 within a few months is a lot of money to pay for something that's just, uh, considered a lifestyle, then save your money. You don't have the money to run growth. Growth's expensive. So uh, there's a lot of fake growth hormone out there. Now, I don't think there's as much fake GH as there used to be, just based on the fact that GH isn't as popular as it once was, especially in the bodybuilding circle. I went to a competition a couple weeks ago, and I didn't see one person there with a GH gut. Not one. You know, I've said this before, and I'll say it again, but if you did not have a GH gut, you used to be like the odd man out. Now... There's no GH guts. I don't think people are continuing to to ride this this bandwagon out like they did before. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I have seen growth hormone destroy more physiques with people that I've personally known than health. I have seen growth absolutely destroy physiques. It uh, makes the skin very thick over time when you use it for, for a very long time, several years. It can make the abdomen distended. Uh, it changes the shape of your fucking face. You look like a goddamn Neanderthal. I've just seen this shit destroy physique to where when guys aren't really lean, like in contest shape, they just kind of look like blobs of shit. And they just keep wanting to run growth and run more growth. And then they almost use it as an excuse to eat crap because the growth is supposed to speed up the metabolism and the fat loss or lipolysis. They just eat bullshit. They get away from what bodybuilding should be about, you know, health and fitness, and they just get away from it. So is there a place for GH? I think there is, but I think you have to understand it. I've used growth in the past. I've used higher, well, high amounts to me. I've used, you know, seven or eight units a day. I don't think it's worth it. I think the side effects are terrible. I think that the best way to run growth is to first off, make sure you have real growth. Second off, I think just two units a day. Maybe for a month here and there, you jump it up to three or four. But I think that just keep it in you at low amounts. Use it for what the fuck it's supposed to be used for. Anti-aging takes it tightens your skin up. It improves the elasticity of your skin. Uh, it's really great for females to take. I, I think females notice more changes on growth than males. I really do. And there's actually more females that use growth than males, believe it or not. But it is good for, for men too. Um, I know several guys in their 50s and 60s that use it. Uh, I think that it's most beneficial for you if you're late 30s, early 40s. That's about the point that I think is, is the best point to start growth. If you're someone in your 20s, I don't think you should be running growth. And, and the reason I say that is because your natural GH level, like if you get an IGF-1 test, that's how you test your, your growth hormone levels, is through an insulin growth factor test or insulin-like growth factor test. So when you go to the doctor... You need to have an IGF-1 test pulled aside from a hormone panel. It's not part of a regular hormone panel. You need to have it added in the blood work. That's going to tell you if you're in range or if you're low. Now, 
I can't remember the unit of measurement, but I think it's like 130 to like 250 is considered like the normal range. Now I'm 38 years old and I fall, the last time I had it done, I was right on the low side of normal. I was in the 130s. You know, it's, it's getting lower. Did the GH cycles I ran in the past make a difference in that? Maybe a little. I don't run GH like a lot of guys run it. Like where they have to have it at all costs. They cannot run out of it. That's not me. I've I ran it for 20 weeks here and 30 weeks there. I've probably only used it a total of four or five times in my whole life or four or five cycles in my whole life. Now, when I say a cycle, look, if you're not going to run this shit at least 20 weeks, it's just not worth it. And you're really not going to see many changes from growth until you're on it about 10 or 12 weeks, honestly. The only real changes that you're going to see earlier on than that is you're going to sleep better. You're going to feel more recovered. But as far as what you can see in the mirror, I don't think you're going to see much till about 12 weeks. Now, let me take that back. The first four or five weeks, you may notice a little bit of water retention. Growth is funny. It starts to retain water before it starts to shred fat. That's perfectly normal. You do retain a little bit of water. It does go away and correct itself. And also, um, you might get kind of lethargic. I mean, like, like look at babies, okay? Babies and kids have higher levels of growth hormone in their body because they're obviously growing. And they, you know, the term sleep like a baby. Well, they sleep good because they have growth. Um, so when you improve your growth hormone levels, you're going to start sleeping better and you might want to sleep more. Now, when you get really high with growth, you want to sleep to the point it's fucking terrible. Like, I've known people who have fallen asleep in the middle of conversations. I've known guys who have had to let their wives drive them places because they were afraid they were going to fall asleep at the wheel. I was one of them. There was one time I told my wife, I'm like, you got to drive. I'm like, I'm just too fucking tired. And this is when it's not worth it. You know, it's like, what do you want to sleep your life away? It's just, so I say it's better off to use it the way it's intended to be used. Just a couple units a day for females. One unit, day, one unit a day will work. I knew a girl who ran it for 20 weeks. She ran one unit a day for, I want to say, like the first half of the cycle. And then she bumped it to two units a day the second half of the cycle. And she looked fucking amazing. She was doing 100 milligrams a week of Prima Ballin for the first 10 weeks. And then the next 10 weeks, she was just she just stayed on a growth. She looked fucking good. I mean, I'm not going to lie. She looked like a different person than when she started. And this chick wasn't... Real hardcore with exercise. I mean, she exercised, but she wasn't really big into it. She could have been a lot better about her diet. You know, she still ate out and whatnot. And she looked good. So, I mean, this stuff, it does work. Uh, but I think that a lot of guys, they just want to get their hands on growth and run as much as they can possibly afford. And I don't think this is good. And I don't think that this is healthy. Also, there's times when I was on growth where I didn't have the best workout. I didn't feel like going to the gym. I just kind of fell out of it. And I kind of had to force myself to go to the gym. When I was in the gym, I wasn't at my strongest. I know, it's weird. It's like you're gaining new muscle tissue, uh, but you have these shit workouts where you're not feeling your best. Now, if you just use it like it's supposed to be used at a couple units a day, and your growth hormone is not, you know, high end of normal, or even if it is high end of normal, you might feel a little bit better with a couple units a day. Now, here's another thing. If you're a broke bastard, you're not going to run growth hormone, okay? You're wasting your time and efforts even trying to do this. 
If you want to live this lifestyle, I'm just going to put it to you simple. You need to have a good fucking job. You need to have a good job or a good way to facilitate your own income or be a business owner or something. All right. This isn't the kind of lifestyle, any of it, any of it is not the kind of lifestyle in the world of performance enhancement anyway, where you're just going to save up a couple hundred bucks and make that big of a splash in it. It's fucking expensive. I know people that spend thousands of dollars a month on performance enhancement. It's not counting groceries. It's not counting anything else. It's not counting gym membership or whatever. Like that's even really a fucking drop in a bucket. I mean, groceries probably run people like this, you know, 12, 1500 hours a month. Yeah. Yeah. It gets steep. It's no different than somebody who is into going to the bar and having a steep bar tab all the time. It's a fucking lifestyle. It's something you're into. I think it's a lot healthier and I think it's a lot better than having something like a bar tab all the time. But this isn't cheap. If you're worried about, I mean, I'm just going to go beyond growth. If you're worried about 80 bucks for a bottle of fucking shit, all right, if that's what you're worried about, you need to put your focus on your fucking job and not the gym, you know? Start making some goddamn money, man. That or just be content with with looking a certain way and playing up to uh, your wallet, all right? There does come a point where you're only as big as your wallet. Let me just get that out of the way right now. Now, growth, so like I said, just a couple units a day. Um, it can make you tired. Uh, it can make you hungrier. Um, you're going to find that all of a sudden, you know, a few thousand calories a day might not cut it. You know, you might bump it to 4,000 or 5,000, and you might be getting leaner. It does help burn fat. I mean, over the long haul, it does. You have to be on it a little while, but it does help burn fat. Here's the thing about growth, all right? And a lot of people don't seem to quite understand this. Growth hormone can make you sicker than a fucking dog. The way you're supposed to use growth is you use a little bit at a time. And if you're going to go up, you slowly ramp up. And what I mean by this is you might use two units a day for the first four or five weeks. Then you just bump it one more unit a day. You might use three units a day for the next four or five weeks or maybe eight weeks. If you go to four or five units a day, you slowly get to that. You know, you've already been on it for maybe two or three months by the time you get to four or five units a day. If you want to go that high, I don't believe in going that high. I have. I've been higher than that. And like I said, I just don't think it's worth it. I just don't. You slowly want to get there. And when I say sick, I'm going to tell you what can happen. Everything that you do with growth hormone is based on what you did the week prior. So you could be shooting growth hormone this week and doing too much and you'll feel fine. And then all of a sudden, next Monday rolls around and you feel fucking sick. You feel like you have the flu. You don't want to move. You want to lay in bed all day. You feel lethargic. You have no appetite. You have these terrible fucking burps and this like these sulfury burps and these sometimes horrible gas like you're just farting something insane like the dog will leave the room all right and your stomach's all fucked up you feel like shit and then you could start vomiting i mean i'm talking about projectile like exorcism type vomiting all right i had this happen to me before it's the sickest i ever felt in my life sickest i ever felt in my life in my life and it was on a ride to Florida. I was driving 12 hours to go to a funeral. It was fucking horrible. I felt sicker than shit. The whole few days I was down there, I couldn't eat. I couldn't even eat half a fucking banana. I felt rotten. And the only thing you can do 
when when this happens is wait it out. There is nothing else you can do but wait out the storm, and it's going to be the worst you probably ever felt in your life. So don't start taking a lot of GH. Slowly ramp up. A lot of guys don't get this, and a lot of guys they're just they're just running fake shit. They got to be. Because I've heard guys like, what, you're sick? I've never heard of that happening. You're sick? Well, guess what, motherfucker? I have heard of that happening from people that run real HGH and have made this mistake, <laughs> right? Yes, it can happen. You're just probably not running real growth hormone. So um, another thing growth can do is it can slightly suppress your thyroid function. When you start getting higher with growth hormone, you need to take more countermeasures against this stuff because stuff can kind of start going haywire with your body much more so than taking gear it can also uh, cause insulin resistance so your blood sugar might be a little bit higher Um, it's a good idea if you're using growth hormone to get a a glucose meter you can get one for like ten dollars at walmart now even though i fucking hate that place you can get glucose meters there maybe try cvs or something first or walgreens all right i just fucking hate walmart but anyway, if you got to go there, go there. Um, and you can test your blood sugar at home. You don't need anything fancy. You don't need a prescription. So a wise thing to do when you're running GH is after you've been on it about a month, uh, wake up in the morning on a fasted stomach and prick your finger and see where your blood sugar's at. Uh, it should be between 80 and 100. That's considered normal, 80 to 100. If it's more than that, then you have high blood sugar. And it might be a wise idea to either take something like metformin or take a little bit of insulin. So in this case, you're using the blood sugar drugs to prevent diabetes, okay? Everyone has this idea in their head that if they use insulin and they use drugs like metformin, it's an oral uh, uh, glucophage, it's called, it helps nutrient, nutrient transport in your body. A lot of people have this idea that that's going to make you a diabetic. Well, it can if you stay on the shit long enough. Now, if you're running GH for, let's say, 20, 30 weeks and you stay lower with your dose and you might you may never get to this point where it fucks with you. But I can guarantee you this when you start getting higher with it, you definitely need more countermeasures. And there may come a point where it's almost a necessity to include a thyroid hormone and a glucose transporting uh, drug in order to feel normal. That's the only way that I'm convinced that guys can take high, high amounts of growth hormone for a long time and fucking function is they take shit to counteract it. It's like, you know, it's no different than somebody that takes something for their cholesterol, but it also raises their blood pressure. They take this for blood pressure, it causes joint problems or whatever. I might have that backwards. I think cholesterol meds cause joint problems. Like I said, this all goes back to use it the way it's supposed to be used. Don't fucking abuse it. All right. If you're not, if you're not a big motherfucker, all right, um, growth hormone is not going to make you a big motherfucker. All right. I used to see guys in, in bodybuilding competitions, fucking middleweights on growth hormone. Dude, you got to use some GH and you're competing at under 175 pounds. You don't got it. (laughs) I mean, I can understand if you weigh 230, 250, and you just want something that's like the icing on the cake. But, you know, besides for that, uh, just anti-aging. 
anti-aging and fat loss is the way you got to go. I mean, I just, I wouldn't suggest anyone to use this shit to try to grow off of it. You know, so just use it. Like I said, I've said it a million times already. Use it the way it's supposed to be used. Here's something else you might not know. All right. Oh, I apologize. I got heartburn. Sometimes Anavar gives me heartburn. I'm running about 80 milligrams of Anavar a day. And I think it's giving me a little bit of heartburn. I'm going to have to back it down to 40 for a little while. A lot of people don't know this. What the fuck was I saying? Oh, so with growth, you have like a priming process where, you know, you want to run it almost daily or at least five days on and two days off is another common pattern um, that people run growth at. And so you want to use it for like, I'd say the priming process is about 12 weeks. All right. Now let's say you're on it for 20 weeks. You can take a 30 day break from it and not have to go through like that priming process again. So that's a really good way to actually run GH. Like once you kind of have it in your body and those levels are built up, you can take a 30 day break. Maybe every couple months you take 30 days off. Uh, it is a way to make your GH kind of stretched out a little bit more. And it's a way to get your body to where the growth almost feels stronger. So when you go back to it, uh, your body kind of starts getting better results with it again. Uh, that's just a little bit about GH, guys. Um, I, I, It's not what it's cracked up to be. Like everybody makes GH sound, again, like the end-all, be-all. And it's really not. I think that, you know, a good hard diet and, and hard training should always come first. I think if you've never fucked around with testosterone or anything else, I don't think GH is really a good option. I think it should be the opposite. I think growth should be, um, if you need growth, you probably need tests as well. Like if you're using it for anti-aging or hormone replacement, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be used. Like it's not this extreme thing that is an alternate route to, uh, hormone replacement. So, uh, now GH can increase your sex drive sort of like testosterone, not as much to that degree, but it can, um, it can increase your sense of well being and all that stuff. Um, you know, and a lot of that, like I said, it goes back to just sleep, better recovery. That's what it really did for me was it was recovery. I mean, I think 90% of GH for me was recovery, better sleep. And I will admit I did look younger when I used it. I would see pictures of myself. Um, and I would just look younger in the face. I would look more rested. And I look kind of uh, vibrant and, and it improves your skin, improves your complexion and uh, some of the wrinkles in your skin aren't as prevalent. So uh, that's the way I would use it, guys. Um, like I said, it's not the greatest thing since the slice of bread. It does have its place, but I want you to understand the place that I think it works best. So a lot of people don't talk about this stuff. They don't talk about the growth that can you know make you sick if you take too much of it or you know, the, the cost of really running growth to get results. Yeah, okay. If you can get growth hormone for 400 hours a kit or 500 hours a kit, great. But you're not just going to buy one kit and live happily ever after and cruise off into the sunset. I just want you to know that. All right? So hopefully this clears up the air a little bit about HGH and everyone. Uh, thanks for listening and tuning in and reading. And if you want any more information, I do offer one-on-one -on -one training. You can sign up at johndobodybuilding.com. Uh, for any further one-on-one -on -one assistance, uh, aside from what I provide. So, all right, take care, train hard. Thank you.